재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM Brief background on AT&T and Time Warner. Yeah, recently uh, there have been active merger deals or strategic alliance between telco and media companies. Uh, Verizon is in, uh, actually negotiating with Yahoo to acquire Yahoo, and Comcast uh, acquired NBC in uh, 2013. And T-Mobile has a strategic alliance with Netflix. So uh, this is kind of a trend. Now, last week, AT&T, as you already mentioned, that uh, uh, they announced that it would buy the Time Warner. That's the biggest uh, content uh, media conglomerate uh, uh, in an ambitious uh, $85.4 billion dollar. Uh, so mm. uh, that's what is happening. Now, uh, what would be the motivation? Why would AT&T want to buy Time Warner? Uh, like uh, KT in Korea, AT&T has two lines of major businesses. One is uh, mobile and the other is a fixed line. As you expect, the fixed line business is disappearing rapidly and the mobile business is already mature. So uh, we cannot expect much uh, growth uh, with the existing business. Uh, on the other hand, the consumers are, uh, as already you mentioned, that uh, actively consuming TV programs or movies on smart devices through these streaming services. If you have those uh, customers, uh, those streaming services create a large volume of data traffic, so you can expect a much uh, the higher revenue. So this, that's why uh, latest merger, uh, media merger deal uh, is viewed as a sign of desperation rather than beat for a world dominant mm. of the telco companies. Right. Uh, they need uh, this deal, basically, uh, what you're saying, in order to survive long term. Uh, what, what would be some of the pros and cons of uh, a merger like this? And, uh, for side, you already mentioned that uh, uh, people are consuming more contents on smart devices. So if you have uh, that the integrated services 
then uh, you can enjoy the seamless consumption of those uh, uh, digital media. For, for example, at home, you may enjoy the TV in a big screen, but on, on subway, you may enjoy the same content on your smart device or even you know, uh, when you travel uh, abroad, you can still enjoy the same uh, uh, media content. That's the one advantage. Right. And the other one is uh, uh, sooner or later we'll have a much faster next generation network, 5G. Mm-hmm. So we can enjoy the much uh, better uh, quality of this media consumption with uh, new innovations on mobile. And But the immediate advantage is actually a big discount from bundling services. For example, in, even in Korea, if you uh, buy uh, bundling services uh, like uh, mobile, fixed line, broadband, internet access, and IPTV, you got a deep, uh, you got deep discount. So you can expect uh, that kind of uh, uh, discount for the bundling services. Uh, those are the main uh, advantage of that uh, merger deal. Okay. The, the concern is the anti-competitive uh, aspects of a deal like this. And you mentioned the bundling deals and those kind of short-term savings for consumers. But if there is continued consolidation, uh, you talked about Comcast and NBC uh, Universal. Wouldn't it mean if fewer players are involved that eventually uh, with oligarchical or monopoly power that these companies can decide to uh, jack up rates uh, to customers who don't have any other alternatives? Yeah, that, that's the, uh, exactly what the regulatory bodies uh, are concerned. Uh, two possibilities. One is uh, whether these merger deals will reduce consumer choices. For example, if AT&T provides the services of HBO or CNN, only uh, exclusively only through AT&T, then rest of the customers may not enjoy the good content. That's the one uh, concern. Uh, second thing is whether this reduced uh, uh, or the consolidation of the market power may uh, uh, raise the price of services in the long run. Those are the major concerns. But uh, to judge that, we have to differentiate these merger deals uh, there are two kinds of merger deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one is the horizontal mergers. Uh, basically, the American airline merges U.S. Airways. It's the same airline services, right? Right. So this is a, uh, a horizontal merger. Such a merger always uh, reduces the choices to the customer and increases the market power to the, the uh, SK, uh, SK Telecom and CJ Hello Vision merger was uh, also same kind of, uh, of horizontal merger uh, attempt. Uh, usually, antitrust authorities uh, are very uh, uh, keen to such cases. However, this uh, uh, AT&T and Time Warner is a vertical merger, mm. uh, so it's a uh, it's kind of a two. Uh, related industries along the value chain, uh, supply chain, uh, like uh, uh, oil uh, company, refinery, and gas station. Those are the uh, 
the, the kind of a vertical merger. So in case, it doesn't usually immediately reduce the, the choice of customers. Customers will enjoy the same uh, uh, the, the services and products. Uh, it doesn't reduce the choices. Okay. So that, that's the difference. Now, Comcast and NBC Universal, uh, they were successful in that merger. They did pass through the regulators. Uh, what do you think about the regulators and how they view uh, the AT&T Time Warner merge? Is it, is it a similar situation? It does feel the market has changed quite dramatically since that original merger with Comcast and NBC, right? Uh, right. Uh, but still, uh, the, I think that's quite... Uh, the, the Comcast and NBC Universal deal is instructive in, in, in terms of judging this deal. Uh, the Comcast stock has been doing very fairly well since this deal. Uh, however, it doesn't result in the reduced competition or the Comcast doesn't fo- uh, haven't forced the people to uh, consume NBC exclusively through this Comcast network. So that that's kind uh, uh, from that perspective, uh, probably the regulatory bodies uh, may approve this one. Uh, very likely, uh, in mm. my opinion. Interesting. Now, we can contrast with the situation in South Korea, Professor Lee, because uh, we had a proposed merger, and these are much smaller scale companies, although in the Korean market, they're quite significant. But SK Telecom uh, wanted to buy CJ Hellovision, which was a content provider, a uh, TV a cable TV operator that was terminated uh, following a a Fair Trade Commission's decision. is there a difference in the market here in Korea, or is there a difference in the deal uh, with SKCJ Hellovision as compared to AT&T Time Warner? As I said, that this, the, this merger attempt was a horizontal merger, not a vertical merger. So mm-hmm. a horizontal merger usually uh, consolidates the market power. There too. So that's why the Fair Trade Commission was uh, more, uh, more or less negative. Uh, Personally, I, I I didn't agree with this FTC mm. uh, decision in Korea. Uh, the cable TV industry cannot survive uh, uh, without such merger. But mm. anyway, uh, they judged that. But in this AT and T and Taiwan there is a horizontal merger. It's Okay. That's quite different. Well, then, I guess the final question then is, is it possible that we see what AT&T and Timer, will there be more other similar type of moves in Korean, um, I suppose, um, uh, markets where they have a, let's say, a, a telco provider like SK who decides to buy a content provider, I don't know, like CJ E&M, would that be different and would that be something that could happen here in Korea? Uh that's the global trend. I think that's what the uh, uh, consumers want. Uh, however, uh, unfortunately, the telco and broadcasting industry in Korea are uh, heavily regulated, For especially the broadcasting industry uh, uh, has a lot more layers of regulation. Uh, mm. For example, no single shareholder can own more than 5% of shares. Also, even the price, the pricing of advertisement, that's the main uh, 
a source of the revenue of any media industry, but that is also uh, regulated and actually uh, uh, sold through the government agency, right. not uh, their own companies. And there are uh, really multi-layers of uh, regulations, and the regulatory bodies uh, have not been capable to bring any innovation to the industry did, uh, mm. because of this uh, conflict of in- interest among the interest groups. I don't know whether these regulatory bodies uh, suddenly can have such a, a power. Right. Uh, at this moment, I am very pessimistic about that. Well, uh, on that pessimistic note, we're going to have to leave it there. Professor Lee, thank you very much for joining us. Always appreciate okay. it. Okay, my pleasure. Okay, bye-bye.